It's Thanksgiving on the farm, so I'm making a special menu for my mom and some family friends. There's my grilled sweet and smoky turkey, a side dish of charred cream corn, some soft pretzel stuffing, and cranberries take a starring role in the dessert this year with my lemon almond cake with a glossy cranberry glaze. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. It's Thanksgiving and I am so excited because I am hosting tonight. My mom's coming and so are a couple of our dear friends. And I'm first starting by making my lemon almond cake with cranberry glaze. So to get started, I'm gonna combine my dry ingredients. I'll get a cup and a half of flour. And then I'm also gonna add half a cup of almond meal, which adds a really great texture to the cake. It makes it denser. All this is is simply ground blanched almonds. I like adding a tablespoon of poppy seeds in this. They kind of dot the cake and lemons and poppy seed are such a great combination. I'm gonna add some salt to balance out that sweetness. A teaspoon of baking powder and a quarter teaspoon of baking soda. So I'm gonna whisk these together and set this aside. And I can't forget my lemon, which is going to add awesome flavor to this cake. And I'm gonna add both lemon zest and the juice of two lemons. Mm, smells bright and good. To add some richness, I'm gonna add some whole milk Greek yogurt. I'm adding three quarters of a cup. I use it as a substitute for buttermilk. I use it to add richness to cakes. I even use it as like frosting sometimes. So I'm gonna whisk this together to combine. Okay. The main fat in this cake is olive oil, which is one of my favorite ingredients to use, especially in this, because the flavor of olive oil complements almond and lemon so nicely, and it also adds that moist deliciousness. I'm adding three quarters of a cup of olive oil. It's golden, it's beautiful. And another reason I love using olive oil is because I don't have to wait for butter to soften. I don't have to get out an electric mixer to beat it up. This cake is really easy to make with just a whisk. Now I'm gonna add one and a quarter cups of sugar and I'll whisk this to combine. I'm gonna add two eggs to this and I'm going to mix them in after I add each one just to make sure that they are fully combined. Now a teaspoon of almond extract will amp up that almond flavor. Mm one of my favorite smells in the world. And I'm just whisking this until it's very smooth. This cake has a natural yellow color. It's gonna be so pretty with the cranberry glaze. Okay, it's time to add my dry ingredients and my yogurt mixture. I'm gonna do those in alternating batches to make sure that everything gets incorporated, but I don't wanna overmix, otherwise the texture of the cake might get gummy. <sighs> smells lemony and almondy and good. And now the last of my yogurt mixture. Delicious. Okay, the batter is just combined and smooth. I'm gonna pour it into my cake pan. My pan is greased so that it doesn't stick and I also always line my cake pans on the bottom with parchment paper to make sure that they don't stick when coming out of the pan. This is ready for the oven. I'm gonna bake this at 350 until a toothpick comes out of the center clean at about 45 minutes. While the cake bakes, I'm gonna make my cranberry glaze. Now, cranberries are typically thought of as a condiment on the Thanksgiving table, but I'm shaking things up and putting them on the dessert. I start with some fresh cranberries, but frozen's okay too. 
they're so bright and colorful. I cook them in a pot with half a cup of water over medium heat for about 15 minutes. Then they'll mash really easily with a spatula. I pass it through a sieve to strain out all of the seeds and skins. It should almost look like a jelly at this point. I stir enough powdered sugar in so that the juice thickens up, but still runs down the sides of the bowl. I mean, like, look at how bright this color is and it's all natural. Okay, I've got sweet from the powdered sugar and tart from the cranberries. The last thing I'm gonna add is just a pinch of salt to bring it all together and round everything out. Well, I am starting to smell my cake, so I'm gonna check on it to see if it's done. Oh, it smells so good. It smells nutty, it smells lemony. And I'm gonna stick a toothpick in it to see if it's done. No crumbs, it's perfect. I'm gonna let this cool fully before I can put on my glaze. The cake's nice and cool now, so I'm gonna pour on my glaze. Ah, it's so gorgeous. This color is amazing. I want a few perfect drips down the side. This is one festive cake. To top it off, I add some slices of cranberries, some sliced almonds, a few pieces of thyme, and sprinkles, of course. I think we're ready to dig in for dessert. It's time for the main attraction, the star of the show, my sweet and smoky turkey. And I'm grilling it, so I'm gonna free up oven space and that grill is just gonna add to the smoky flavor. To start, I'm gonna make a rub that's gonna infuse so much flavor into my turkey. Now I'm making my rub in a food processor. I start by quartering half a red onion and peeling six cloves of garlic, three for the rub and three for the inside of the bird. One tablespoon of Wajillo chilies for a little heat, two tablespoons of sweet paprika, one tablespoon of tomato paste, and a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. Because apples in the fall, it all makes sense. Half a teaspoon of ground caraway seeds. Love the bitterness that that adds. Half a teaspoon of cumin. Half a teaspoon of coriander. And for a little bit of heat, an eighth of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. I'm gonna add a drizzle of olive oil. It'll make it easier to spread all over the bird. And now I'll blend it into a paste. I'm gonna add a little more olive oil because it's looking a little dry. I'm gonna scrape down the sides to make sure that everything gets evenly blended. Okay, I have to get a taste. Mmm, mmm. It's so sweet and smoky. And I could just eat this on toast. So it's time to get this rub on the turkey. I'm gonna grab my bird. Hello. Okay, this turkey has been dry brined. And all that means is that last night I sprinkled it with some salt and pepper and that's gonna help tenderize the meat and create a really juicy burn. In the cavity, I'm stuffing in the other half of the red onion, three peeled cloves of garlic, half an orange and half a lemon. And all this is gonna flavor it from the inside out. A bouquet of fresh thyme is going to add wonderful herbaceousness. Yum, I'm smelling it already. And now I am going to truss the legs. Give it a bow, because it's pretty. And now I'm gonna grab my spice paste. I'm gonna come in here with my hands and just gonna rub this goodness all over the turkey, just making sure that it gets in all of the creases and folds. I don't want any bit of this turkey to be left unflavored. All right, I'm gonna wash my hands. And now before I put it on the grill, I'm gonna add some wine and stock to the roasting pan. I'm adding about a cup of stock to the bottom of the roasting pan and a cup of wine. And those are gonna get some additional flavor into the turkey as well as moisture. 
concrete. Next, I'm gonna tent it with foil, and this foil will stay on for the first 45 minutes of cooking, and that'll help get an even cook on the bird. My grill is preheated. I'm gonna cook this at 350 for a couple of hours, and then about halfway through, I'll take off the foil so that we can get some crispy skin, and then add a couple more cups of stock. I am so excited. My turkey's on the grill, and I'm gonna get going on my charred cream corn, which is smoky, it's sweet, and it's really creamy, and it's very easy to make. So I've got some frozen corn here, and I'm gonna grab a shallot. And on the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pour all of my frozen corn into a very hot, dry skillet, and I'm gonna stir it around occasionally to make sure that all the kernels get charred evenly. It smells so nutty, and I can already hear that char forming. The char does take a moment to develop, so I don't wanna be stirring it continuously. I'll stir it, let it char, stir it again, and then let those kernels char, and soon we're gonna have a gorgeous looking dish of corn. And they're starting to pop, oh my gosh. All right, I'm gonna let this corn char, and meanwhile, I'm gonna get my creamed mixture going. I'm gonna chop up a shallot. They're sweet, and they're a little bit more flavorful than onions, and so the sweetness in this is really gonna complement the sweetness of the corn. Let me just check on my corn to make sure that it's not getting too charred. I'll melt two tablespoons of butter in a pan over medium heat and add in my shallot. I'll add a pinch of salt so that it softens, and I'll stir it around to get it coated in that butter. Some smoked paprika, and three tablespoons of flour to get my roux started. A dry pan is what I'm essentially going for right now because this mixer is gonna thicken up that milk. And I'm gonna add a cup and a half of milk, but I'm gonna add it in batches because adding too much cold milk could make the mixture break. So now I'm gonna add some cream cheese, which will just take the richness of this dish over the top. It kind of balances out the sweetness of the corn, and like, it's such a great match to the smokiness. Mmm, yes! I'm gonna add some fresh cracked pepper and a couple of tablespoons of sugar just to amp up the sweetness of the corn. The smokiness of this creamed corn is gonna go so well with the smokiness of the grilled turkey and the spices in that turkey and the smoked paprika in this corn. They're just gonna be a match made in heaven. I'm very excited for this meal, if you couldn't tell. And now I'm gonna add a few spoonfuls of my charred corn and I'm gonna mash it just to add some textural excitement to this dish. And I'll mix it all together and then I'm gonna taste it. Mmm, it's smoky and it's sweet and it's so creamy. I can taste that cream cheese coming through. This is gonna be such a great side dish. I cannot wait for my guests to try this. I've got my mom and some great family friends coming in for Thanksgiving dinner. I'm adding a little honey glaze to the turkey so the skin will caramelize as it cooks. Then I'm moving on to the stuffing. If I'm being honest, stuffing is the reason that I show up to the Thanksgiving table. I have this never-ending love of pretzel bread. So today I'm making my pretzel stuffing with mustard and beer. It's gonna be sweet and tangy and soft and salty. I am obsessed with this stuffing. To start, I'm gonna chop up an onion and four stalks of celery, and I'm gonna finely chop this so it mixes nicely with my stuffing. 
And same for my celery, I'm gonna use four stalks. And I don't mind using the leaves, I know a lot of people get rid of them, but they have more flavor there. I'm finally chopping my vegetables because once it gets mixed into the bread, I don't want there to be any huge weird things sticking out of it. I like a stuffing that is consistently soft throughout. The main flavor note of stuffing is chicken soup, pretty much. And when I think of chicken soup, I think of celery. So adding a lot of celery here will drive home that chicken soup flavor. Okie doke. My vegetables are chopped. I'm gonna get some butter heating into a pan so that I can cook my vegetables and reserve the rest to pour over the stuffing before it goes into the oven. I have my pan at a medium high. Now I'm gonna add my vegetables. Lots of vegetables, but there'll be a nice balance to all that bread. I'll season these with a good pinch of salt to bring out those flavors and also to help them soften. I'll stir them around and I'm just gonna cook these about seven to 10 minutes until they're soft and translucent. And in the meantime, I'll mix together my wet ingredients. I'll crack in two eggs and these will help bind my mixture together. A cup and a half of chicken stock, which will add loads of flavor. And for a vegetarian stuffing, vegetable stock will absolutely work. And now the fun part, I'm gonna add a quarter cup of mustard because you really cannot have pretzels without mustard. And now I'm gonna add a little bit of beer here. This is a German lager and this is gonna add acidity, it's gonna add tanginess, and any alcohol in here will cook right out. And next I'll grab some honey. A couple tablespoons is perfect. I'll whisk it all together. And I've gotta check on my vegetables too, so. <laughs> gotta have all hands on deck for Thanksgiving. Okay, those are looking good, this is looking good. The last thing I'm gonna do is chop up some parsley before I combine everything. And the freshness of the parsley pairs nicely with the richness of this stuffing. Okay, and now it's time to combine everything. So. I have a bowl of torn pretzel bread here that has been dried out in an oven at 200 degrees for an hour. And that helps maintain the structure of the bread when it gets combined with the liquid. This is a great way to use stale bread too, and you don't have to use pretzel bread. I'm gonna get my vegetables. I'm gonna pour these directly into the bowl with the bread. It's so heavy. I'm gonna toss the vegetables and the bread together. And then I will pour in my liquid and that will help bind it all together. So the liquid really softens this bread a lot. And it's important that the bread doesn't get mushy and too soft. So that's why it's good to toast the bread before mixing it with this liquid. Thanksgiving smells are the best smells. There should be a perfume that's Thanksgiving day. Okay, now I'm gonna pour it into my casserole dish and bake. The mixture is gonna still look a little bit liquidy when you pour it into the pan, but the bread is gonna continue to absorb that liquid in the oven, so that's what you want. Another reason I love using pretzels is because the contrast of the pretzel crust and the pretzel insides is really pretty. Yeah, those two beautiful contrasting shades of brown. There's tons of greenery in here. And the best part, I'm gonna pour more butter over it. And this is just gonna make it even richer and more delicious. This will bake at 375 for about 45 minutes until it's set and golden brown and a little crispy on top. Okay, it's stuffing time. Oh my gosh, this smells amazing. Pretzel and mustardy goodness. I have to take a taste. Mm -mm. 
It's pretzely, it's sweet, it's tangy, it's salty, and it's so soft and just the perfect amount of crispy on top. My family is gonna love this stuffing. Everyone's arrived. I'm grabbing my mom to help me with the gravy. We've got to go make gravy. Oh, we're making gravy already? We're just going to make a simple gravy. I'll make a roux with the pan drippings. Okay. And then we'll add broth and then zhuzh it up. Perfect. So you got the time there. I am adding some flour to the pan. I can totally smell those drippings. That is gorgeous. And this thyme. Mm. Does that just smell like Thanksgiving? Perfect. This roux is looking good. I think it's ready good. for the stock. That's looking beautiful. I'm gonna stir it as you're pouring it in so that it thickens evenly. Okay. It smells amazing. You do not want to throw those pan drippings away from the bottom of the turkey because that is the flavor that's gonna create this sauce. The gravy is one of my favorite mm -hmm. parts of the meal. Why? Because it means everything else is cooked. Yeah. You do it last. It's the last thing. Everyone is there. <laughs> and everything's ready. Everything's ready and, and smells it, so good. And it smells good, yeah. I'm gonna add just a tablespoon of red wine vinegar to round out those flavors and it just kind of makes it more balanced. It does. It just adds a little hit of something at the end that's mm -hmm. just delightful. I think we'll just add some of this thyme. Okay. We'll add most of it to the gravy and then leave some frizz sprinkling on top. How pretty is that? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. Okay. Now. Okay, ready? Mmm. Mm. That's perfect. I oh. cannot wait to try oh this. Oh my gosh, Molly. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Look at the, how juicy that is. That is the most ridiculously juicy turkey. This stuffing is made with pretzel bread, and there's some mustard and a little bit of beer in there. Oh, oh my gosh. What's in that corn? Cream and cream cheese. <gasps> I'm just stuck on this corn right now. It is all-consuming for me. It's great. Everything is just so delicious. Okay, save room for dessert. Okay. okay. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you notice that there was no cranberry sauce on the table? <laughs> Didn't want to say it, but, but we knew that Molly would come up with them somewhere. Here they are. <laughs> Even better. And everything oh, has that little extra zhuzh to it. <laughs> It's so great having you guys in town. Thanks for coming and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, we're so happy to be here.